Amen. We've been dealing, I told you on the first Sunday uh, that we will be looking at um, the three snapshots of Christ in Matthew chapter 17. And Matthew chapter 17 shows Jesus the first part in his glory. Uh, the Mount of Transfiguration took Peter, James, and John up on Mount Hermon and he was transformed. And Mr. Peter said something that was so apropos, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Anytime you come to the Lord's house, it's good for us. That's why the devil fights you so hard. Amen. Because he knows there's a blessing. Somebody already been blessed this morning just by being here. Here, boy, I mean you. I mean just. I mean just. That's why the devil fight us so hard because uh, he don't want us to know that God is good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be. I got saved at church. I got married at church. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. And then, and then last week I talked about the uh, uh, the king of his and his power. Uh, that little boy was demon possessed. And Jesus cast out that devil. Listen, these folk acting crazy, not because they didn't get enough hugs as a child. Some of these folk are demon-possessed. Now, a Christian cannot be demon-possessed. A Christian can be demon-oppressed. But the devil is real. And the devil is not omnipresent like God is. So he has to employ his demon spirits to do his bidding. Behind every sin, there's demonic activity. And so Jesus cast out that demon and then the disciples there said, Lord, why we couldn't do it? What's wrong with us? And Jesus said, this kind come out but not by prayer and fasting. Amen. Turn over that plate. Just, I know something about to fall out, but just turn over that plate. Just miss one meal. I ain't gonna say me. Some of y'all fall out. Just miss one. And just spend that time with God. And God will make you more sensitive to his power and his presence. This morning, I want to look at that last uh, 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 verses, the last three, four verses, verses 24 through 27 of Matthew chapter 17. And uh, give me about 20 minutes and I'm going to be in my seat. But I want to just show this. You have it. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible Whatever translation you have, let's read out loud. Uh, Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27. All right, let's read. And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received tribute money came to Peter and said, Do it not your master pay tribute or taxes? He said, Yes. And when he was come into the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, what thinkest thou, Simon, of whom do the kings of the earth take customs or tribute, or their own children or strangers? Peter said unto him, of strangers. Jesus said unto him, then are the children free. Thou withstanding, lest we should offend them, go down to the sea and cast an hook and take up the fish that first cometh up, and when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money. 
that take and give unto them for me and thee. Amen. The grass withereth, the flower fade away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just invited two guys who want to help me induce my sermon this morning. Brother Cuba Gooden Jr. and Tom Cruise. Would y'all, they want to say something about my sermon. Yeah, what, what, what can I do for you? Show me the money. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Thank you. Show me the money. That's all. You may be seated. We can show me. Turn your neighbor and say, show me the money. That's what I want to talk about. Show me the money. Yes, sir. Amen. Show me the money. That's what I want to talk about. Jesus said, go cast a hook and to the sea and the first fish. And take up the fish and first come it up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find, and here my mama used to call it a piece of money. A piece of money that take and give unto them for me and thee. Show me the money. Amen. Though you all who still have your cell phones on won't listen to me, go on hashtag that. Show me the money. Amen. Why you're not there? Show me the money. That old boy was dancing too. Uh, show me the money. You see, God has no problem with his children having money. Because the Bible has a whole lot to say about money. The Bible teaches us about debt-free living. And as you already heard this morning from Chris Hogan with Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace University, Stand Up Deacon Commons, uh, we started our spring uh, our, our class this morning uh, on debt-free living uh, because God has no problems with us having Money. Matter of fact, first John said, I would that you will prosper and be in good health because God has no problem with us having money. Matter of fact, the Bible offers 500 verses on prayer, fewer than 500 verses on faith, and more than 2,000 verses on money. In fact, 15% of everything Jesus taught was on the topic of money. And, and Jesus taught more about money than he did about heaven or hell. Show me the money! Some of y'all afraid to say it. Amen. Yeah, nah. Amen. God wants us. God wants us. Oh. Uh, the, problem. the following five verses about money, everyone should know. I'm going to give them to you, and then you read them tonight at home this afternoon. We may discuss them in our evening, sir, but there are five verses. First of all, Philippians 4.19, but my God supply all your needs in heaven. Malachi 3.10, bring all the tithes to the storehouse. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, for the love of money, not money, love of money. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. 
Acts chapter 20, verse 35. God loves a cheerful giver. And Proverbs 22 and 7. The rich rule it over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. If nothing else, black folk all don't want to be out of free, debt free. Anything black folk here by slavery all start running. What? Debt is slavery. That's why some people stopped coming to church. I had members that tell me they didn't have enough money to put gas in their car to come to church or go to work on Mondays. Amen. God wants us to prosper. Amen. He wants us to live debt free. 85% of divorces are caused because of financial fights. Debt free living. Show me the money. All right. See, I can tell you, broke folk, broke folk will never laugh. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. That's all right. We're going to help you get out of there. Listen, when you save and debt free, listen, you are dancing. Amen. You are, you, man, you are cut loose. Amen. When that house is paid for, that car paid for, even cable is paid for, yourself. <laughs> I just open my Bible. Look at some. That's why some people try to be so deep. No, you just broke. That's what they But show me the money. Yes, sir. Amen. We're going to be debt-free as a congregation. I told my nephew yesterday, he, he driving a new, I ain't going to call it anything. I got several uh, nephews. It's, and he driving a new Dodge Ram, the kind I want. He said, Unc, I told him about my Ram, 1999, 248,000 miles. He said, Unc, you all be got real debt. I said, no, I don't want no debt. I want to ask how much money you have in your pocket now. Show me the money. And that's the real reason why women get married. See, see, women not in love like we are. No, no. Jock, if you ain't got no job, if you got a good job, I don't care how bad you look, she'll say, well, the kids may take you after my side of the family. She'll take a chance. But not if you broke and ugly, no, you have a problem. Show me the money. Okay, let me, let me, amen. I mean, I mean, I want, I want you to, God wants us to be blessed financially. Stop listening to these people tell you you got to be broke. No, that's, that's from the devil. Couple things here, a couple miracles. I just got excited as Judah kept singing, he's a miracle worker. He, light in darkness, amen. Miracle worker. Somebody need a miracle right now. You're in the right place. It is the only miracle Jesus performed to meet his own needs. Satan in Matthew chapter 4 verses 3 and 4 had tried to get Jesus to turn the stones into bread. But Jesus refused because he did not want to do something selfishly. Least also, he did not want to become a stumbling block. So when Peter told him that about the taxes... Jesus said, I'll pay the taxes because I don't want to become a stumbling block to those around him. As a Christian, we must never use our freedom in Christ to hurt or destroy others. 
technically Jesus did not have to pay the tax because he's Jesus. <laughs> but he wanted to pay the taxes and include Peter to set the proper example for others. You see, once you are saved, you are saved. I could go to Vegas and gamble, still saved. I can go to whatever nightclub some of y'all been going to. What's the name of it? Okay, y'all. Okay. Where you at last night? Okay. <laughs> Fafuki, whatever. I can go and dance, and I'm still safe. But 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 I won't do it because I don't want to be a stumbling block to those who are not saved, and I don't want to be a stumbling block to weak Christians. That's why some folks stopped coming to church. They saw some Christians and they were, you know, doing something, buying some liquor, you know, you know, or buying some lottery tickets. And you saw, say, why just be? Look at them. They up there every Sunday singing, talking about he's a miracle worker. And that Negro just bought all the lottery tickets. <laughs> Can't get no good dope. <laughs> So Paul said, if eating meat offend your brother, don't eat meat. Well, amen. Because if you save, you say, I'm saved. Well, blessing. Hey, felt something right there. But I don't do things because to cause others harm. You come on, say, man, I'm about to finish. That's why some of y'all don't say, man, some of y'all come here looking at somebody. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Because let me tell you what, people will disappoint you every time, don't they? Don't, amen, you don't, don't, amen, amen, don't, 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 don't be looking at people, man, because ain't none of us perfect, and everybody who's perfect, stand up, I'll sit down, because if you're looking for a perfect pastor, you're in the wrong church, but thank God for his glory and his mercy, and so Jesus didn't have to make no miracle, he's Jesus, but he didn't want to be a stumbling block, now listen, if you just have to have liquor, you can now order it through Amazon. See, see. Amen. Let me move on here. Some of y'all shouted and got holy. Amen. If you just got to have it, here you are, the people watching you on live stream Sunday after Sunday, and there you are at the liquor store buying liquor. That can trip up some people. So Jesus didn't have to pay no taxes. He's Jesus. But he wanted to be in accord with the customs of the temple. So he said, go. Amen. Some of y'all got real quiet. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. If you just got to have it, all it on. Don't Amazon sell liquor? Don't they live a liquor? And for God's sake, don't be drinking on one of these scooters. Amen. That's dangerous. Amen. Let some. All right, all right. He's he miracle. He. he this is the only, <laughs> amen, amen. Well, let's not hold you too long, amen. This miracle, then, then uh, Jesus, and then, then secondly, this is the only miracle using money because Jesus uh, didn't have to pay the tax. Exodus chapter 30, verse number 11, the original tax money was used for the civil sockets in the tabernacle. So they paid a, a, a tax to to take care of the ministry of the temple and the tabernacle. You see, the way the church gets its money is from members tithing. 
Amen. I got four or five hand claps. I guess you're not a tither. Huh? Okay, well, you ought to start tithing. Amen. Because Malachi 310, he'll open for you the windows of heaven. Amen. I said the church, St. James Fellowship, gets her money from people, believers, tithes, and offerings. We don't have baby contests because all of them look like Dr. Martin Luther King. We don't have all those kings and queens stuff because that's not God's way of financing his church. The church is to be financed by the people of God for the purpose of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Some of y'all still ain't clapping because you may be broke. Show me the money. Use money. Only miracle. Using money. Because he wanted Israel to remember every time they gave it reminded them of him bringing them out of Egyptian bondage. Every time we give our tithe, it reminds us of the price that was paid for us. The blood, the precious blood of Jesus. So every time you give, it reminds, because he gave his very best, gave his life. That's why when you give money, Money. And, then, and then also notice the fact that Jesus let us keep the biggest end of the stick. He said he asked for a dime, 10% of grace given. But I sure wish General Moore would do that to me. I'd go get me two likes if they said, listen, Billy, Off the bank will let me have point point zero zero percent interest. I'll go buy me two houses in Cat Hills. But they're not gonna do that. And 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 and, and so Jesus said, every time we give, we're reminded of the price that will pay for us. Dr. McCowan in the men's prayer brother talked about Romans chapter 5 uh, uh, it's a good year and God is still good and, and, the, and the sin debt uh, his blood is what covered our sin so every time you give what you really is reminded of the fact the price that was paid for your sins it's a miracle of money amen and then thirdly it was the only miracle used in one fish Jesus had multiplied the fish for Peter in Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. And he had repeated that miracle in John 21 and verse number 1. But this is the only recorded miracle of Jesus just one fish. And then also notice he didn't have Peter to use a net. He used a hook. <laughs> Oh, bless his name. Amen. And, 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 and that one fish, uh, you're talking about a miracle, that one fish, Peter used a hook. Jesus said, go cast a hook into the lake and the fish that bites, open its mouth. <laughs> There's a goal as a piece of money. <laughs> uh, that's the power uh, uh, of the miracle working power of God that somebody had to lose a coin maybe they were on their way to church and they lost a coin and then Jesus told Peter go get a hook not your cousin but a hook and, 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 and throw, it, throw that hook 
normally use nets because they were kept. And when, he, and when that one fish bites, the hook with gold piece in his mouth, open the mouth, get the gold piece out, and go pay our taxes. Somebody say miracle. <laughs> oh God, what, yeah, he, 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 he is a miracle worker. Miracle worker. Then fourthly and finally, it was performed for Peter. How the other disciple paid their taxes, we do not know. We're not told. But this was the one of the many miracles that Jesus performed for Peter. That's why earlier he's a miracle worker. That's why some of y'all got happy because you know he worked miracles in, in your life. Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law. Jesus helped Peter to catch fish. Jesus enabled Peter to walk on the water. Jesus healed Malchus' ear after Peter had cut it off. <laughs> Jesus delivered Peter from jail. No wonder Peter wrote in 1 Peter, casting all your cares upon him, for he carries for you. God will perform. God has performed miracles in our lives. That's why some of us can't keep still doing worship because when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you, your soul says yes. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus knew Peter had a need and Jesus met that need. And before Peter could open his mouth, like on the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus, God told Peter to be quiet. Here Peter, here God, here Jesus told Peter, shut up for he could speak. And he gave him direction. Go take a hook, go drop it in the water, catch a fish, open the fish mouth, and you will catch a piece of money. See, read why some of us are not being blessed. We don't want to listen to God. Matter of fact, some people in trouble, they don't know what God is saying. That's why it's important for you to know what the Bible is saying. This is not some politician. This is God. And if God said it, thank you, Remedy. He is a promise keeper. God only blesses his word. And the more of his word you know, you know that if he brought me through 2018, he can bring me through 2019. If he brought me through 69, 1975, he can do it again because he is a miracle worker. Yes, sir. He is a miracle worker. Take that home with you. Show me the money. He's a miracle worker. It's a miracle that some of us even have a dollar. Some of us have been so broke we couldn't pay attention. But look at God. Because you obeyed God. When people were laughing at you, you were going to church. People laughing at you. Where you going for? You ain't getting nothing. You don't know what I'm getting. I don't let folk tell me what I'm going to do. You don't know what I'm getting. You ain't nothing me. Don't be telling me. I had folk tell me not to go to college. You ain't going to learn nothing. You don't know what I'm going to learn. Stop letting folks set your agenda. Stop letting folk talk you out of God's blessing. God, many times, God just see how faithful we're going to be. He could have had that piece of coin right there, but he wanted to see if Peter was going to be obedient. 
I don't care how crazy it sounds, how crazy it seems. If you learn to obey what Jesus says, miracles will happen. And this lesson today, every believer ought to know three things about giving. Giving brings the blessings back on us. Luke 6, 38, the more you get shaked down, pressed together. And we want some folk ain't getting nothing, they ain't giving nothing. Amen. The Dead Sea water from the Jordan River flows into the Dead Sea, but it's a Dead Sea because nothing flows out. You bring, the more you give, the more he blesses you. And then giving is an investment in your love for others and causes. See, the more we give, wouldn't it be nice? We're trying to help Reverend Clemens with back on your feet. We're trying to help uh, uh, under the bridge, there are so many ministries going on. Missionary in Kenya, all kinds of ministries. It would be the more we give, we show people we care about you. The offering last Sunday, let people know we care about you. Talk is cheap, but it takes money to buy land. And when you give, you invest in the lives of others to say, we are more than just about talk. We're going to do something about it. Put up your money. And then thirdly and finally, when you give, it show your generosity. And the more you give to others, the more God gives back to you. You can't be God-given. Show me the money. You can't be God-given. Everything we have came from God. He gave us breath to breathe. Gave us eyes to see, ears to hear, legs to walk. Whatever you have, listen. This miracle teaches the humility of Christ. He obeyed the law. He didn't have to do it because he's Jesus. And the reason why God can't bless some of us, when he blesses us, we get the big head. But you got to learn to stay humble when you get your million. You got to stay humble when you get your mansion. You got to stay humble when you finish college and get your degree. Because the same God that gave it to you will take it back from you. And it's a symbol of his humility. He humbled himself. Stay within the law. He could have said, no, I'm king. I'm Jesus. I ain't got to do nothing. But he said, Peter, go get the fish and give the money for taxes. Some of you today, you will never be saved until you humble yourself, your arrogant self. You think you know more than God. And you know what God will do? God will leave you alone to yourself. Because if you haven't read the email or the text, listen, you need him a whole lot more than he needs you. You humble yourself. God, will you join me in saying, show me the money. <laughs> Amen. I care that Cyprus, your people are coming. And somebody might want to give their life to Christ. Get to humble yourself and say, God, you've been right. I've been wrong. This sin in my life is not bringing glory to you. And God said, for whosoever will, let them come. And just very softly, we're going to go home together just very quickly. If you don't have to leave, don't leave. But whatever, very softly, I want you to pray. You might want to humble yourself and say, God, I've been, I've been wrong. Hard for us men to say that you've been right, God. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you 
if you was to die right now, where would you spend eternity? If you don't make it home today, where would you spend eternity? Giving teaches us that Jesus paid it all. Came through 42 generations, sinless, born of a virgin, wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. Lived 33 and a half years, never sinned. Took him through kangaroo court after kangaroo court. Put a cross on his shoulder, crown of thorns on his head. He started marching up Calvary Hill and they nailed him to the cross. Old preacher out of Florida, Reverend Gaius used to say, Jesus said, if you think I'm going to fight you, nail my hands. If you think I'm going to run, nail my feet. And they lifted him up and he died. He was graveyard dead. He was good and dead. He was not in the comatose. He was dead. He was not in suspended animation. He was dead. Buried in a borrowed tomb. But on the third day morning, he rose. And because he lives, miracles are still happening. Because he lives, he's still a promise keeper. He wants to live inside of you. And so if you're here today, and one day he's coming back, hallelujah, taking us home to be with him. And if you're here today, don't have that personal relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. Shortly you can come. You can come now. You know who you are. If you need special prayer, he's a miracle worker. Your marriage may be jacked up. Yo, you may be alone as a singer. He's a miracle worker. But you have to humble yourself. Say, God, you are God. Have thine own way in my life. I don't care how old you are. What generation you from. You still need God. But you have to humble yourself. And follow his instructions. And you watch, watch him work. When you can't see it, he's still at work. <laughs> he's doing it for his glory and for your good. Hallelujah. Thank you today, God. Thank you for your word. You are a miracle worker. Thank you for your people. Anoint us afresh. As we go tell those around us tomorrow, tonight, Show me the money. How Jesus died for us. He is a miracle worker. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. We bind every demon spirit. We plead, we plead the blood of Jesus right now. Oh, every child of God. And every person who's not saved, who want to get up. Somebody, get up. Come on while you have a chance. In Jesus' name, we pray. And all the people said, Amen.